They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined with my best friend, Dirty Dominic, Eric Trembicki. How you doing, babe? I almost messed up and said A2 Fly, but we're going with this Dirty Dominic thing. I'll get to that a little later. So, as always, subscribe on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Ringside Collect. We'll use code MMAN to save 10% off your order. So, we took a week off, but we're back only after two weeks this, this time. So, how you been, buddy? I've been great, man. Can't complain. You, hair looks great. You, I, this, you didn't skip leg day. Wild. You didn't skip leg day. Uh. I, uh, <laughs> today I, I spent uh, a good while longer than I was at the gym. I was at the gun range, so my hair has like hat hair and it has like headphone hair. Headphone hair. All right. So this coming upcoming weekend, we have AW Full Gear from LA. Uh, while we were gone, we had Crown Jewel. My, before we get into Full Gear, what did you get into? on our week off would you watch so, uh, just just the regular uh product i honestly i didn't watch um crown jewel i just watched the u.s title match that was the only thing i really was looking forward to um i, I overall i heard the, sh- the show was good i think i watched bailey's entrance for obvious reasons but aside <laughs> from that just just the u.s <laughs> title match um, and then I randomly this past Sunday, my brother and I ended up watching WrestleMania 13, Brett versus Sean. Uh, Austin? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Brett, Brett versus Austin. And we did watch a little bit of who, who uh, like we skimmed through. We saw, you know, the rock Rikishi as, as the Sultan. I think it was Hunter, Hunter and Goldust. We mm-hmm. did watch a little bit of that match. Uh, but mainly, we, we were talking about it over breakfast ab- about that match and uh, an interview he recently watched Brett conduct about um, the blading in that match and how it all went down. Great, great match. It you know it's one of those if you haven't watched it lately for, for the listeners, good one to go back and rewatch it anytime. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if between now and Mania Forty in Philly, if I go back and rewatch it again. That that was it. Yeah, that's really been it as far as, for, you know, what I've been watching. Obviously, you know, we are recording Wednesday night. I, I did just get done watching Dynamite. Good good weekly episode. All right, so I'm actually about the street fight in a second. But I didn't watch much myself. Um, a heavy gambling week for me. <laughs> so, so I just sat in front of the TV with my fingers crossed all, all day for the past week or so. Um, hot NFL run, by the way. But um, other, other than that... Um, we're starting to get some stuff around the house. I mentioned it to you in the group text. A couple small things, painting and um, she, um, um, shutters painted and painting the basement. So the basement will finally be eventually ready pretty soon. Um, TV pretty soon. So um, a lot of HGTV in my house. And I'm not sure if you saw this. I didn't watch the episode, but I was looking for it. But in the major group, they posted that Mojo was on an episode of House Hunters. Did you see that? I didn't know what the show was from. It's House I Hunters. Thought it was a, I honestly assumed it was a dating show. No, it's House Hunters. I I, I was looking for it so so hard, but I couldn't find it. Because I, I guess I had missed a new episode because there's so many seasons. But I, I was looking forward to watching that. But, yeah, I, I prep, the only thing I really did was um, prep for the show was watch the AEW stuff. I didn't really catch up on Raw this past week. And I kept my eye on what was going on in NXT for a little bit. But that was about it. Nothing but a bunch of sports for me in HGTV. But so go ahead about 
the street fight tonight because I was very interested about that because watching my while I was doing my viewing for the show I was like Paul Paul White's back and God that song is awful. You didn't watch it, right? Not the street fight. Okay. Um, Go ahead and spoil it for me. It's all good. All right. I am going to be bluntly honest, which I already just said. I enjoyed the episode of Dynamite. Uh, I am looking forward to Full Gear. I got multiple things on my plate. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to watch it live because AEW, you can say whatever you want about Tony Khan, but he always delivers when it comes to pay-per-view. So... I don't want any spoilers. They're announcing a new signing. Um, you know, I, I, obviously I would enjoy watching that live and not have to, you know, hear it on a group chat or have some rando send me a DM like, oh, did you see this? Um, the street fight was the low point and the most uninteresting thing on the show for me personally. Um, I, I, I'll get into my nitpicks or necessarily why, but I mean, we, we open up with a great tag match. You get, Blackpool Combat Club against um, Hook and Orange Cassidy. Fun match. Um, you know, that's leading up to there's a lot of feuds going on, a lot of built with that. We get kind of a Young Bucks returning heel. They beat Pentagon and Commander in heel fashion, cheating. And I don't know if the Elite's going to be reformed after Full Gear or not, or if the Young Bucks are just going to do a heel thing now. Um they Matt hit Chris Jericho backstage. This is before the street fight. So kind of already going into this. I'm like, all right, I guess this Don Callis thing can kind of be away from Kenny now. But like Jericho and Kenny, obviously their team's going to have to go over. So big show. Did you see him last week or like two weeks ago when he like hit, did his knockout punch and literally just like he didn't even make it to like the ramp part of the stage. He was just kind of up there, knock someone out, never mm-hmm. moved. So I was really, like, thinking this is going to be, like, you know, 90s Andre the Giant. Like, this guy's, like, immobile. You know, he never made it to the ring tonight. Um, he, him and Hobbs were going at it. He did do a nasty uh, choke slam to one of the guys from the Aussie, went, went through a table. Then they disappear from camera because they go backstage. So eventually you get Hobbs and Paul White backstage standing on top of some platform or pallets and Hobbs picks him up for a body slam, dumps him off the platform. He smashes onto a car and rolls off the hood. Well, I'm any of us. If you go get hit on a car, let's not even think about like the blow, but like when you go sliding off a hood and then land on concrete, that's going to hurt. So 450 pound man rolling off a hood laying plus he's old. I was like, we ain't seeing him again. So he stretch your job. You don't see him at all. So literally, couple punches, choke slam, gets go to the back. Then he isn't tussling, and then gets slammed through the the car. Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to expect that we're gonna at some point see a one on one Hobbs and versus Big Show. Big uh, Paul White. Paul White get, does the favors like he did for Braun to make him look like a monster. I have no idea what to expect from him. Also, like. I love AEW, but I feel like one of their big flaws when they do these like multi-man car crash matches. Like I, I like them, but like sometimes I feel like they're too forced. What I mean by that is like 
they were hoping to have Sammy Guevara back from concussion protocol. Well, he's not. So now we got a makeshift Don Callis team. We get Brian Cage added in. So it's not even really like it's Jericho and friends versus Don Callis' person plus an add-on. And this happened like recently with Blood and Guts. This happened with the stadium stampede. Um, so I just feel like they kind of need to dance around this a little less. Like they really should be scheduling these matches. Like I feel like more close to when, when they know everyone's going to be there. Um, so again, like the match, it was kind of s- slow, slow pace. Um, when AEW started, they said Jericho was like the Hulk Hogan of AEW. Well, when he swings an inanimate object these days, whether it be a chair or a baseball bat, it does remind me of WCW Hogan swinging a chair. <laughs> um, that was something else. Not really, you know. There was a, a mean table spot also that I thought was crazy cool. Brian Cage like suplexing Kenny off the you know top rope through tables outside the ring, and like, all right, cool. Here comes a commercial break. Commercial's over, and Kenny's on his feet. Like, I get it. You got to get a lot of shit in and all this. I just. You know, and it was the downfall of it becoming a handicap match then three versus four. But it's like, I don't know, little, little, not enough uh, room to breathe in this. <laughs> but that was that was the low point of the show for me personally. OK, um, uh, I did see um, the evolution entrance by them into the uh, arena, which I did pop huge for within the suits. I did pop huge for that. I could not stop laughing at that, but that was hilarious. I didn't even think of Evolution. I thought of like a cheesy like rock band like music video. Really? Because <laughs> somebody in one of the group put put Evolu- Evolution as a mystery. I, I I could not stop laughing. I thought it was perfect. But <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. So before we get into full gear, uh, we're going to start with MJF. So believe it or not, well actually. On my build-up to full gear, I didn't notice this, but MJF's been champion for a year. That time flew by super quick. <clears throat> the match uh, two with weeks ago when yeah, we recorded, Kenny. it was for the street. Yeah. With, so with, that, yeah, so I, I was like, wow, it's really been a year that quick. I remember it was for a streak, but I didn't notice that it was that a year title reign already. So yeah. we know in, 20, in the middle of 2022, MJF talked about the bidding war of 2024. So we're almost at 2024. So with this title defense coming up this Sunday, what do you foresee for MJF in 2024? Because I personally think this could be the biggest bidding war in wrestling history. Financially wise, because money's different now than what it was back then. I think, uh, I think Max stays. Okay. I'm, I could see it going multiple different ways, but every way I see it going is him staying. Like I would think like there's some crazy money they're going to throw at him for him to stay for a minimum of a year. Um, I know you don't watch everything with him, but like he's in a crazy baby face run right now. And not only that, they're, they're really burning the candle at both ends with him or in the fact that like he's in multiple storylines. Like he, He's just defended the title twice without even being able to come out with it. Like he um, defended against Daniel Garcia, defended against Kenny Omega. So Daniel Garcia, like, you know, he's a, a young talent, you know, had a great match with him. Kenny Omega for the street. Couldn't even come out with the belt. That kind of shows me already that, like, I, I'm a fan of Jay White. I think Jay White will 
someday be a great AEW champion. I look forward to that. But it's kind of went on a little too long. You're not you're not stealing this belt for a month and then still being able to beat him. Um, Samoa Joe is you know keeps telling him he wants another match. Um, you got Warlow attacking him backstage. Then you got the mystery of the devil. Um, Max, I give my early prediction. I see in the main event him. I almost wouldn't be surprised if in the opener he retains the Ring of Honor tag belts and somehow retains the world title as well. But I definitely foresee him retaining the world title. Um, I, I do see him 2024, him still being with AEW. Okay, because me, I'm kind of torn about what he's going to do because before 2020, well, yeah. So in 2020, in 2022, the first person we saw make the jump was Cody. And Cody was already like an established name or whatever. So it was pretty much you could just drop him back and drop drop him back in where he left off. And he already had the popularity behind him from where he went. And they just took the rocket and shot him to the moon, even, even though he did get hurt. So MJF has that to go off of. And him and Cody are tight. And now you have the acquisition of Jay Cargill, who hasn't even wrestled a match. And they are thrusting her into the forefront, making her a bigger deal. Uh arguably bigger deal than what she was in AEW, arguably. You could debate it. But she's shown as a star right away. Social media-wise and on TV, they're selling her. And both, MJ, Jay Cargill is also a close friend of Cody and Brandy. So those two in the company, they ha they can kind of vouch for MJ to say, like, look, I'm not sure where you are with this, but this is what you you can possibly become here, even though I do think MJF may be a potentially watered-down version of himself in WWE because there's certain things he probably can't get away with. I know, I'm sure they could push the limit to their rating, but he can't do everything the same. So I'm looking forward to the bidding war. I don't have a really answer for you because I can see it going 50. I can see it go either way. But it's all about what MJF wants. If you want to be in AEW, but if you want to take the next step and possibly be on the level of a Cody in WWE or Roman Reigns, then WWE is going to be the place going to be the place for you. But as far as like the the match, I'm actually looking forward to that match because I don't hate him taking the title from him as much as I thought I would. Like the whole idea of you have to beat me for this title and then the six man tag Jay White getting the win over MJF, I thought was actually a good a good like way to kind of. Get MJ, get Jay, Jay White to keep the belt for a longer period of time. I'm actually looking forward to the match. I hope I can watch it. Well, I will for the show, but I'm hoping I can watch it live. But I'm really looking forward to this match. I do think MJF does retain, though. But this is a match I'm really looking forward to. Where do you stand on um, Jay White? Do you like him? Are you, are you watching um, his matches that you like? I, I like Jay White. He's not bad. He doesn't, he doesn't bother me at all. I, I think he's... Yeah, I'm bothering me. I, I, I'm a, I like him. I'm a fan. I like everything about him. The accent, the look. Um, the guy's good in the ring. Hell of a promo. I've touted that on the show before. Um, and I, I think the two of them also great mic battles. And you know, I would love the idea of the both of them being in AEW for a while. Like even if, even if he doesn't win, at some point I would like to see him with the strap. Whether he be the, is, becomes a wonder dethrone Max or not. Would like to see them go back and forth for a while. Um, the one one little tidbit, but I think they're smart enough, and I think he's got enough of a relationship with Tony, where I feel like they strategically did this to get the marks to 
to kind of bug out and be like, oh, wait, I guess he could be going. Um, MJF is not on any promotional advertisements for All In of next year, which is obviously late 2024, you know, uh, past the middle point. So that's like the one thing. And like, as you know, as a market, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe he is leaving. But I think at the end of the day, that's just them being, all right, cool. Let's let them bite into it. I'm not contracted at this point. If, if I'm on the advertisement, it makes it look like it's obvious that I'm staying. But keep in mind, 2024, six weeks away. Mm-hmm. So I don't think personally he'll be satisfied with everything if he leaves in, in six weeks or if he's leaving in six weeks why give him the longest the longest reign why, why let him break kenny's record why not let kenny win it back and then you can have that new japan feud of kenny and jay white going into this pay-per-view well there is a pay-per-view i think at the, in december isn't it there is the, the, uh which we should go to but uh it's <laughs> where in, is it it's in long island is it yeah on the 30th okay Oh, no, that, no, I can't. That's Leah's, gonna, Leah's birthday. We bring her. <laughs> um, I think, you know, also, I think that's a good one where, like, obviously, like, that's going to be part of the storyline. Like, my contract's, my contract's up. Or, or, like, you know, if this is Saturday show, Monday morning, my contract's up, I can show up on Monday night. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure I could see that be part of a promo. It's definitely intriguing. And I want to give that match with Kenny, it's flowers. Even though my nitpick is they gave it away for free on an episode of Collision. You know, all right, I got as being a nitpicker saying that, like, I just always, like, whenever, like, somebody, like, complains about, like, giving a good match away, like, I can't stand the idea of, like, I don't know if that's something Bischoff cries about when they do that, but, like, he gave away, like, Goldberg and Hogan or Nitro. Oh, yeah, he regrets it. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, but, like, how many times, like, I love all the, the Rock and Austin matches, but, like, mm. how many times did we see that on Raw and SmackDown? One-on-one? Huh. I'm not sure. That's actually a good question to look into. But, like, before, like when they were their marquee name, like, when they were, like, at the top of their billing, I'm not sure. First episode of SmackDown, Triple H versus The Rock. Maybe they weren't yeah. at their peak peak, but they were. Oh, they, they were. They were at the their peak strap. peak. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but I was just like, hmm. Like, I think they could have built to that. Like the it whole wasn't 2000 thing. yet. You're going to still stand on that? What? Triple H. It was during Triple H's first reign. His, uh, was it 99, though? Right? 99, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the first episode of SmackDown. 99. I just know how you get it in 2000. He, ju- he just won the title, I think, at, on, on Raw that Monday night. Um, but yeah, it was a really good match. I just was like, I kind of built to it a little bit more for this whole streak thing, but I love that match. That was a really good match. Um, my favorite thing in AEW right now for the AEW women's world title, timeless Tony storm is challenging Hikaru Shida. I love this. <laughs> I love time. With Tony. I'm just did happy you, she has a character. I haven't seen anything tonight, but the fact that she has a character, cause she had no character in WWE. She's really had no character in AEW until now. And I love this. She's it's, it's spot. It's perfect. I think, and again, I wasn't really watching the product at the time, but I think they're about to pay homage to the Mickey Trish stalker storyline. Okay. They just hired someone from stardom. Who's yeah. Uh, like Mariah May. Left, mm-hmm. And she, she said in her opening interview, she's like, I'm a huge Tony Storm fan. I did. I 
you know, went from stardom like she did. Now I want to be in AEW like she did. Mm-hmm. And she she got escorted to her dressing room to meet her and was completely like fangirling. So I think we're going to see that. And either way, it's going to be exciting if they put if they redo that. Awesome. If they do a complete different spin. Awesome. Yeah, because I did actually see that clip that I guess security was at the door or something and just uh, shoot her away. But I that works in wrestling. A stalker that will always work. And especially one that looks like that, that will work. But this yeah. Tony Storm stuff is incredible. Um, I was shocked. She did, is Soraya out hurt? Because, uh, because when not, she dropped the title, I was out. shocked. She dropped it's it that not, quick. It's, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really sure. I don't think she is, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to keep it hush. Um, and, and maybe they just want that world title being like, in more more bouts more often and, you know she she did i think has i think once like in like nine days she defended it three times mm-hmm. so like not gonna have saraya doing that um so i, I don't know i i don't think she's hurt though okay because when like i said when i remember when she beat her i was like really already I, yeah. I, I was shocked i couldn't believe it so as much as i want tony storm to win like this is Sheeta's third reign yeah and her second reign was really short so i don't see her dropping the title this quick, but stranger things have happened. Yeah, I, I kind of think she does here because they put a lot into this Tony Storm stuff. This Tony Storm stuff doesn't need a belt. It doesn't. But this is really good. That's coming from the biggest belt mark I know, in the world. I know. I know. Accolade X saying somebody something doesn't need a belt. That's wild. That yeah. might be a first. But I'm going with Tony Spe- Storm. Wait, speaking of belts. I wouldn't be me if I didn't address this. Since we're still talking AEW. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, since we're talking Tony Land, not Tony Storm. Samoa Joe last week vacated the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Are you aware of that? Yes. Yeah, so honestly, I you know, I don't expect to have much of a take on it or thought, but at this point, with all the belts between the two f- promotions, and, you know, the weekly Ring of Honor show plus AEW's three shows, you got all these belts rotating between four shows in a week. I I think that belt can RIP. I think all the ROH belts can RIP, in my opinion. The brand's <laughs> I dead. Should, <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. You know what's really crazy? How long do you think Tony Khan has had that brand? We talked about this in 2022, right? About what when he bought it? Yeah, I think he might have bought it in twenty one. Around this time of year, I could be wrong. Well, you, I remember it was at Daly's place. I think it was either last year or the year before. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive it was. No, hold on. No, it was twenty twenty one. I think because. We were talking about the Briscoes, Matt. The Briscoes and FTR last year for Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think Tony owned the brand then. Uh, maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe it was March of 22. But I feel like, that, I don't know. I could be wrong. Either way. Yeah, I mean, I still hope. I, who knows? Like, I, I kind of, you know, I thought they would have had more stuff going than just YouTube show by now. But, um, geez, now I'm even scratching my head thinking who who the hell's the, the world champion ring about it. That's a good question. 
Claudia lost it to. Is it Eddie Kingston? Yes, it is. Okay. Look at you with the noggin. Yeah, you New York Mark. <laughs> yep. But yeah, but that the brand could it can just go because it's no, it, it's lost all. It's a brand name. It's other, other than that, it's lost all of its luster. Like I'm not saying it might not. It might. It might. There might be good things down there. It's just the interest isn't there at all. Yeah. Well, they also have a hard enough time getting you to be interested in AEW product. <laughs> So we had a six-man tag team match, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne against Sting, Darby Allin, and some young upstart named Adam Copeland. Thoughts? I'll let you take this first. Um, you know I love Christian Cage. <laughs> this whole thing is great. Um, I do think that Sting, Edge, and Darby Allin get the win here, and I'm looking forward to seeing Edge and Christian Cage actually go go, go at it. I'm interested to see what you, what you can get from this story 20 year, twenty plus years later. and Especially with the caveat of, of having like Luchasaurus involved because Luchasaurus is always lurking in, in Christian Cage's matches. So I'm going to go with Sting, Darby Allen, and uh, young upstart Adam Copeland. I, I'm going to echo your sentiment, and I guess this will lead to the December pay-per-view, a ladder match with Adam delivering a one-man concerto on the top of the ladder to um, – Mr. Cage. Mm. Necks and concussions. Oh, my God. That, that's going to be wild. What show was that on? No Mercy 2001. Who, Pittsburgh? Uh, no. Unforgiven was, Pittsburgh. Unforgiven was in Pittsburgh. I believe No Mercy was in St. Louis. Oh, man. I'm Mark. <laughs> the international titles on the line. Orange Cassidy defending against John Moxley. Moxley takes the strap back. Yeah, he, he is, because he wasn't supposed to lose it in the first place. So I agree on that one. Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland, too. You got to see Team Dance to Nana. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go Hangman. You, you, you're not running in. He already he gave the win in um, Swerve's hometown, and you're not running in his, his um, child's room disrespecting it and then walking away so oh also by the way go rewatch their promo from tonight oh uh, hey i'm um, swerving hangman yeah real good yeah, there's big technicality no no physicality between either of them if mm-hmm. so they'll be suspended till the new year and the match won't happen um it, it, it was good all right so i'm gonna go with hangman as well because you don't roll up in somebody's house like that and we got the golden jets taking on the young bucks I'm going to go with the Bucks. Um, the only thing I'm nervous about, I think Kenny, at least if I heard commentary correctly, I guess Kenny may have lost his last three pay-per-view matches. Um, if the Bucks win, they had they were, had a number one contender uh, tag title match, and they're putting that on the line. I feel like you don't that number one contendership doesn't like go away often, like literally when it's being defended. So I'm, I'm definitely going the Bucks, um, r- retaining, or you know, keeping their number one contendership going over. Yeah, I'm going go with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks as well because I'm interested to see where they go from here, especially with Kenny. I'm Me go, too. I'm going go with that as well. And we have the TBS title on the line. Chris Statlander. She's going. Is it Julia Hart? She's facing. 
I don't think it no, it's not announced yet, I think. Um Sky Blue, I believe, went over in a Eliminators match, and I think she may have to face someone else to get uh to be the terminator. I think she beat Red Velvet tonight. Um so it's either Sky Blue or it's gonna be someone else. Sky Blue would make sense, but I could see it being Julia Hart and we'll see how that plans out over the weekend. Uh, all I'm going to say is I really don't care who she's facing. Uh, I want, I'm ready for that title to change. I'm not trying to sound like just a huge hater. Chris Statland, I just uh, I can't really get into her. Um, it really makes me forget that that title existed. Um, it's going to be hard for anyone to do what Jay did with that title, so we're going to need somebody that like people really want to see. And I know Statlander has some type of fan base. It's just I ain't part of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. I hope the title changes too. I really, I, I do, because Chris Statlander, I actually like her more now than I did when she was the alien. Um, but I think it is time Imagine for that. change. <laughs> you like a human instead of an alien. Exactly, and the tag team titles on the line: Ricky Starks and Big Bill again against FTR, King of the Black Throne, and La Passione in Gobernable. LFI FTR. Who's the other challengers? Brody King and Malachi Black. Oh, yeah. Man, I would like to see the House of Black get, uh, grab the titles. Um, FTR has already held them twice. They don't they don't need them. I'm going to go with Starks and Big Bill retaining. But we all know I'm always a fan of a title change. I'd like to be wrong on this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Starks and Big Bill, too. Because like you said, FTR, they had the belts for a, for a long time. And and they typically in these Fatal 4 matches, you know, it's not much really going. It's not much story-wise going on. Yeah. So whoever comes out, whoever, whatever few we get out of here, whatever few we get coming out of this, I think those will be the next tag team champions against Ricky Storks and Big Bill. Because I can't tell you, I was shocked when I saw Ricky Storks and Big Bill beat FTR. I was extremely shocked because now – I'll, I'll do a little hate because there's, you know, this time of year, who some um the bunny who we're going to be ch- uh, I'm chasing if I know you're not doing the hunting, but if you see her chasing the wild, I need it. Mm-hmm. Um especially all these people that are like a like day 1 AEW people when they're getting their figures now. Like her, Butcher, Blade. Um yeah, I, I need those. Um but like Butcher and the Blade, day 1 AEW, great tag team. Haven't won the tag titles. Um, proud and powerful. No longer a team, but they, they were a hot big signing. Never won the tag titles. Um, I've read, I was thinking this in my head when I was writing my notes. There's two other like notable teams that are in AEW that have not won the tag titles. And you got like where AEW really touted themselves from day one about being for the tag teams. Like, you know, not doing the Monday Night Raw uh, mashup teams. We've had Kenny and Hangman. We had uh, Keith Lee and Swerve. We now got these two, and I feel like there was another makeshift team. So I, I was blown away. The one thing that like I was for, and I'm pretty sure I touted this already, like it's cool that it's both these guys, both these singles guys, first championships like in AEW, Big Bill's first title at all. So who knows? Maybe they will work as a team and be able to stay longer. Actually, while I'm just speaking that into existence, that's definitely why I know that they're retaining. And I think they may even hold it till revolution. All right. So 
that's the full AW full gear card for this for this weekend. Going to dig into your box of gimmicks. Before I do, I just want to say my my uh the one hilarious thing. Did you watch Raw this week? No. Um, it was I forget the name of the the arena, but they were in DC. Verizon and Center. IDK. But during the entrance, uh, Michael Cole was putting over um Cody. Oh, and, I, I saw this. Yeah, this this <laughs> is freaking gold. I think I did. I take it down. I saw it on IG. Oh, uh, him. Uh, All right, that's not exactly uh the note I was expecting to read. Wrong. But yeah, it was hilarious. He basically just said, "Yeah, Cody." Cody, I guess, had he had his first match back on Raw, I think he said. He said something about some Raw match, and he's like, yeah, he's done some other things here, too, which <laughs> is great. Gotta love, gotta love Michael Cole on the Triple H. Yeah, man, he's getting a little better and better. <laughs> so, you got anything in your little box of gimmicks? Not really. I didn't get much. Um, I, I, as you've seen, I've been toying around with this. I finally opened, which I've had this since the pre-order, Mm-hmm. Uh, the tie of Valkyrie Balsa fights for some reason I never opened this, so I finally opened it. Great figure. Um, I feel like there was two things here new. Uh, I did get a good deal on a couple Hogan's I didn't have to kind of get uh, more up to being a complete on Hogan Mattel's, which I think I just want to have a complete set and then eventually sometime I'll cut it in half. Um, but I believe this is Elite 96, the War Bonnet. Great figure. I mean, I know Ultimates are all the rage, but. Let's never forget how good elites are. Like, this is really a perfect figure. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the the tans are on point. Uh, the the switch from the bonnet to the that bandana. I mean, this it's iconic Hulk Hogan. Um, oh, the only other thing I think this arrived in the mail like the day after. Did I show this last time? No. With some Target points, got this for less than three dollars shipped. Good. So this is the the Macho Man top picks, uh, Rey Mysterio. Um, just funny. I, I just saw there was a survey. I think it was all like modern generation. It was like five different elites, and it was like ranked the uh, five recent Rey ones that are modern era. Like ranked them least to to worst, and this is like in everyone's top two. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. The Macho Man homage. But yeah, that, that's all I got. I will never like Rey, Rey wearing that tank top. That whole this whole era look he has, I hate it so much. I, I hate it as well, but it's. I mean, we talk. We bring it up some often about the figs. Like if he's not Mattel all time, all line, like most toyetic greatest. Oh yeah, like, for sure. It's like yeah. It's... All right, so I'll take over. I'll be a while, but uh, I got me and you. <laughs> I was wondering why you had D'Lo out. <laughs> I got me and you. Oh. I, I was I was going through my stuff, and this was in my purge bin because it doesn't fit on my shelf. Um, so I was like, "Oh, I got me and him." So this is great right here, though. This yeah, this, oh, this you might see this in a couple of weeks. This is really good, and um, we're ringside fest. We'll talk about that when we're done. Um, oh, now I know what you mean coming <laughs> up. But this but this is like this is actually really good. Way better in person than in pictures. So that's that's dirty Dom. Um, also, Bulldog Legend. Bye. I'm kind of I'm glad this re-released because as you should be. I'm glad about that. Uh, Big Papa Pump. Monday Night Raw Superstar. Yeah. Um, 
with the chainmail. Um, I know we talked about this before. Um, it looks better in person than in pictures, but I just still wish it had like the holes in it. But you already know they're gonna just reuse this headpiece every time that yeah. a, com a new one comes out. And um, you know, Melo don't miss. That uh, the picture you posted that that thing is fine. How good is that? Is that oh, the jacket's uh, am jacket? the jacket's amazing. The jacket's the best it part. Looks, like, it, it, it's way different than any other like fur or leather it, fur, fur jacket. That I don't understand gotten. how that's even Mattel. Like it looks like. It looks yeah, like it blows the Ray, uh, the Ric Flair Ultimate out the way. Yeah, it does. It's not like it's not too. It's like it's not puffy or anything like that. It's not. It's perfect. Um, of course, the glass is never going to come off because it's rough. On, it's yeah, rough. Yeah, that figure doesn't look like it's ever got to be moved. I'm perfectly set. Uh, that's just how it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. With the yeah. North American title, everything. Yeah, that's how exactly how it's going to stay. And uh, you'll appreciate this one. Uh, My dog, Bobby. Oh, that thing looks good. I still need to get his black and yellow elite. I, I I saw some people they swapped out the um they they swapped that to be an ultimate, which I which I thought about doing first, but I actually I don't mind this in person. Super random as you, you keep going. Have you ever like have you ever had any figure like break on you? <sighs> you know what? Um, I have, but it was an easy fix. So my ultimate Becky. Um, I was trying to swap like a battle pack head on it, and when I was trying when I was trying to put the head on, I cracked a piece of the neck. Oh shit! It's a it's a small chip, so I like to super glue it, which took forever to, forever to do because it wouldn't stay all the time. But yeah. I did get it to stay, and that's the only time something like ever like broke on me. But it was my fault. It wasn't like I was just playing with it and it just broke. Yeah. So I had like like two years ago, I got like a battle pack. Brian in the suit got it off. I think eBay, I forget. And I literally it like fell off like a table, and the the like sneaker at the ankle broke. Boom, snap. Yeah, that's a fear of mine because like sometimes I've come down here because I don't ha I didn't put the doors on my shelves yet. Okay. Um, so like sometime like for example, so basically like I woke up one morning and this was on the floor face down. You need to get them doors on. Yeah, so like I was like, oh, like God, like God, like thank God nothing broke or anything like that. I had a figure break in my hand today. Really? My uh, fan central uh, sexual chocolate Mark Henry, literally, like almost like I want. I'm trying to figure out what to compare it to. If it was like almost kind of like an AW figure, like I picked it up and like both legs from like the thigh area just literally just were in my hand and the top area just fell over and I'm like, what? the hell boom and really i sent a leak collector a quick pick and it doesn't i mean i'm sure some way maybe it'll be fixed but i don't know i don't uh yeah so i got the foresight to do it yeah so my thoughts on the singlet um it's not bad it, it, it I, I think a lot of people are like over exaggerating it's not it looks better in person some people just hate soft goods I, I, yeah i don't i don't hate it I can deal with it. I don't hate it at all. And it's not, it's not, it's never not being like that. It's staying like that forever. And last but not least. Middle match pose, you just take the, the whole thing off. Yep. But it, that's only one way for that thing to stay crying. Like he won the title, even though it's the wrong color singlet. And by far the best of the group. Uh, that same quality as the mellow yep, jacket. Yep, and this one it actually like sheds some of the fur, so like you might so like 
I got like a bunch of fur in my, one of my bags from it. Oh, you but didn't yeah. get caught up. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that that's it for that. And we got Ringside Fest. So Ringside Fest, I, w- I miss the actual in person Ringside Fest because like you can kind of like see everything up close and yeah. personal. But now they just have it via you via their uh, YouTube channel. But I was in awe. So we got updated Judgment Day set. So this so that Dom is going to be outdated pretty soon. And we already know Dom will never be caught wearing just a WWE T-shirt. Ever, he has he always has to wear some designer. So they gave him the flannel, and he has the bandana over his face this time coming up in 109. And then we finally get an updated Rhea Ripley, and she's gonna be in in line 110, which I'm really looking forward to. So depicting her WrestleMania look, and the Damian Priest. That 110 almost looked ultimate-ish for, for like the torso for at a quick glance. Yeah, it did. At first, I thought it was because like when she saw when I saw her doing the panel. You know, like when they do in the panel, you know they're gonna sh- reveal something of them. So I thought it was her yeah. getting an ultimate, but it's not. Yeah. But we do need to update her, Rhea Ripley, because the other the other one is not. Other ones aren't up to par, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, we also we saw the Logan Paul. We're going to get in top picks, top picks. from uh, was it WrestleMania? His WrestleMania gear, I think it was with, with, think with a prime drink also, with a prime with, drink with the prime bottle. Those I, things are gonna get boosted out of out of packets, just like a belt. I'm upset that he didn't have prime plates. I, you created that, so I was upset. Uh, I, was, I was like, he really, they really have prime prime plates on his uh, belt. I was shocked. But uh, this Damian Priest looks incredible as well. He's gonna be in Elite 109, and also in Elite 109. We saw Bailey. We saw Seth Rollins with the New World Title. Uh, La Knight, and so he's gonna be in line 108. Butch and Wooden Ten. Then we have uh, Elton Prince and Pretty Deadly Kit Wilson. And also, I think we have also Cody Ultimate 21. That's going to be in the rubber jacket with the swappable sleeves. So that'll be a dilemma for a lot of people. This is depicting his WrestleMania look. And I think the biggest headline, which they teased us with at at the end, was the Outsiders Ringside Ultimate Pack, which... 100%. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, there's uh, what else? Uh, the <coughs> both of the WCW black and red uh, halls. I'm sure for a lot of people would be getting chopped if you didn't already do that to yours. I kept one. Um, well, the one I kept was actually that one because it's basically okay. the same thing. It's just you got the different heads in the hands now. But yeah. that was that was the one I kept. Yeah, um, that sets fire. And um, yeah, overall, I think you know the Judgment Day stuff. They're cut, they're they're so popular and they're just going upwards, especially with you know uh, Survivor Series War Games coming up. Um, all those look good. I, there there ain't many Cody figures I don't like. So his new top picks, the Ultimate, both of those are kind of must have. Um, we got the in package picture of the three faces of Foley, which yes. That's, Phenomenal. Obviously, a double, that's a double up, and then yeah, the grand finale with the um, Outsiders Ultimates. There's, uh, I will be talking about those figures in approximately 13 months. <laughs> Whenever they come, whenever they come, and also we got the SummerSlam Elite Wave, which is going to be a build of John Cone, Lex Luger, came from SummerSlam 2003. 
Undertaker from 20, SummerSlam 2015, and finally my X-Pac from 98 SummerSlam. It was funny because somebody in the major group was crying recently saying how they would love that Kane as an ultimate. And I was like, that's going to come back in like a best of series or like, you know, a random flashback. They, if the Kane's getting a figure, it's early 2000s attitude era. If he's going ultimate, like it'd be a freaking waste to do that era to me. It would. Anything maskless Kane sacrilegious yeah it is because I'll, I'll be very upset that'll be a waste of money because uh, i'll talk to elite collector i was like no nah, i'm good off that like if now if he came with the chains and the towel over his head we, we got you, you you got me there but plain no yeah i had that one and it was loose at the ankle so i when i was did a purge and like cut my cane collection in half that one was easy to kind of move move on from yeah, so uh, what else are you looking forward to there that we talked about? Uh, basic, really just kind of the uh, – mainly the Foley's and the, the Outsiders. Um, Cody and Dud- Judgment Day would be good as well. And I'll probably do that build-a-figure side because I'm a sucker for referees. <laughs> um, the the, the Taker laughing face is cool. Um, Kane's in there. The Lex isn't really needed. I've had that – his first USA Elite, and I've sold it. Who's the fourth in there that I'm forgetting? Oh, Xbox. Yeah, I have all of Waltman's figures, so that, that's that's a must keep regardless. I think the scan looks a little updated from the the Legends. I, I think it's the uh, I think it's the head scan from that NWO one, NWO two. I think oh, okay. it's I think it's that one. It just has longer hair. Okay. I'm almost positive yeah. it's that one because like, the one the Legends one has like the four a wild forehead. And like that yeah. X Pac actually fits because I still have the the Hall of Champions Outlaws and those are from '98. And then the Triple H I have that's based on '98. And then like the X Pac that the with, the with the green GX attire, that's the '99 one. So like that's X Pac during his his return. Could put the European belt on him. He have all the posability. So the old one, you reminded me to purge it while I'm down here. So. That's going to be up for sale. What's that going to be? The Elite 33? Yep. Elite 33? Mm-hmm. Yep. That'll be up for sale. Right away. That's a classic. That's a kind of like a, a... That's probably one of your early, like first pickups. Uh, It was one of them. Mm-hmm. One of them early on. But yeah, that, that's going to be on the chopping block because that's the one I, you, I've been waiting for that for years. It's, I remember when it came out as the basic, I was like, damn, I wish it was an elite. And even when the Legends one wasn't an elite, I was upset. But Speaking yeah. of elite collector, since he recently, uh, so he just acquired it, and we're talking about what's coming out next year. Let's talk about right now. Are you going to be getting the Punk Supreme? No. No? No, I'm good. Oh, oh you're done on him all AEW figures. I don't have the space. So like I might have to take like I might keep a couple like like MJF or whatever like I might keep them for some photography like the main mm-hmm. guys but a lot of it can go. What else does it keep the Cody, Sabrina? Um, now that see it's a it's a space thing because like even like the the one the one that came out I don't know if I need that if if I if I'm gonna swap that out for the new one mm-hmm. because like they didn't want to do what the Supreme did with the first one, but now they're doing it with the new one, which I understand why they're doing it. 
but I kind of got to see which one I'm going to actually keep. The Supreme, it's not going for anything, but it can go. Like, I've been trying to get off the TNT one. The suit the, the suit jacket one, oh, that's not going anywhere. That's amazing. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. The age of, do you have Kenny people. or the Bucks? I do. No, mm-hmm. no I do. Which ones? Uh, first wave? I have the first wave, and I have, what is it, Marvel 4? Like your colors? No, the one, the blue and oh, white. Oh, good figures. The yeah, good yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the the set Kenny was with Matt Hardy. Was that three or four? Or five? That I think is four. I think is that one. I think was Matt. Maybe that one. It was proud and powerful. Matt, proud and powerful. It, it might have been, but yeah, but most of them, they Kenny. can go. They can go. It's, it's a space thing. It like. And I'll just reinvest it in some other stuff because I got other ideas I want to do down here. So I'll just reinvest it's, it into something. It's not getting a third cabinet. No. Nah. No. Nah, I'm not going to find another. Th- I'm not going to get a third cabinet for 100 bucks. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm not at all. You got anything else for me? That's it. All right, guys. So that's it. So that's it for the show. As always, subscribe on all podcast platforms. Bring stock collect. Use, use code MMAN. Save 10% off your order. I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd for Ek2 Fly, Eric Trambicki, Dirty Dominic. We'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle.